1: It is a great day for Talk Radio, the Friday edition. In an hour from now, Conrad Black will join us, noted author, commentator, publisher, and uh, he'll have much to say about the media and, uh, you know, how print media, by the way, is going to get uh, $600 million, this war chest, I guess, to prop them up, whether that's deserve it or no, and uh, or whether that will just forestall the inevitable or even help to propagate some uh, lousy journalism in some cases, rather than uh, having, you know, The weaker sisters wilt on the vine. And speaking of uh, places going out of business, there's an airline in India, Don't know if you know Jet Airways, but they've uh, suspended all international flights until Monday. Uh, Looks like they're really headed for receivership or something like that. Wanted to uh, just cover off a couple of points that do with air travel. And Mary Schiavo, as a pilot and former inspector general of the U.S. Department of Transportation, as well as being a transportation lawyer and safety advocate, has joined us on the line from Sofia, Bulgaria, to explain all. Mary, good to have you back in The Oakley Show in Toronto. Hi there.
0: Thank you. It's good to be with you. Greetings from Bulgaria.
1: By the way, uh, you flew over, I'm guessing, which airline do you prefer to use?
0: <laughs> well, when you're going to Sofia, Bulgaria, you kind of take what's available. But I, to, to be honest, I flew over on Delta and uh, some other carriers once I got over in Europe. But I flew Delta out of the U.S. All
1: right. I, I guess I'm just bringing that up out of curiosity because uh, American Southwest and United... Uh they all fly this 737 Max uh that Boeing produces and we know the tragedies that have ensued with that plane and there had been a lot of issues with the software. Uh today the FAA is considering whether they can resume flying again in the United States. Uh I guess they're deciding what Boeing has to do before the plane is allowed to fly. What do you hear? What do you know?
0: Well That's right. They're considering, but the testing's going on. Now, they've flown about 100 flights, although if you read the fine print, you'll find those are on simulators. And so there's a lot of testing to be done. Southwest Airlines is not waiting anymore. They have just canceled all flights that that would have been flown by the 737 MAX 8 until at least August 5. So Southwest isn't counting on these things being in the air anytime soon or that their passengers would get on them. So there still isn't a date yet. There's still testing going on. Most of the testing has been on simulators. And I would assume that as soon as Delta says they're ready, the, unfortunately for Americans, the Federal Aviation Administration is going to say, okay, um, Boeing says they're ready, so we can go. I think that the rest of the world won't be so trusting this time of Federal Aviation Administration certification.
1: Well, are you suggesting then the FAA somehow has political pressure brought to bear and they're quick to expedite these things?
0: Oh, sure. I mean, that's been known about the FAA for 20, 25 years. Even when I was Inspector General, we did so many investigations into the FAA, and they just deferred to Boeing for Boeing's take on what should be done. But it's not just Boeing. It's not that they're just cozy with Boeing. The FAA deferred to the airlines. They referred to carriers, uh, U.S. carriers, as their customers. Um, And they do that deferral to other manufacturers as well. They defer to repair stations, and they have just, over the years, allowed their in-house expertise to go away. Um, The FAA will say they're woefully understaffed, and that's why they do it. But in fact, the United States Congress rubber-stamped this procedure in 2005, where they said officially, by law, the Federal Aviation Administration could use designated examiners and designated uh, inspectors for almost all of their inspections. So the U.S. Congress bears a huge hunk of fault here.
1: Right. What you're seemingly intimating is uh, they better have their T's crossed, I's dotted completely fully uh, before they greenlight anything like this, otherwise that would be grossly irresponsible
0: irresponsible it would be harmful economically because remember the world has a you know not a tacit agreement we have uh, treaties and we have respect for other nations laws and other nations certification and that's the way aviation has been running literally since the days of Orville and Wilbur Wright now if nations start distrusting each other, and then a certification by one nation may not be good in another. And that will really slow down new developments. It could have huge economic impacts. So the FAA, while trying to help U.S. carriers and Boeing all these years, actually might have just dealt them a very expensive blow.
1: All right. I understand foreign regulators take longer than the FAA to approve the MAX's return to service. People like China, India, Europe, uh, they're all taking a little bit uh, of a longer time. So we'll see how that plays out going forward. Again, with Mary Schiavo, she's uh, a former inspector general of the U.S. Department of Transportation. I mentioned India. India's actually got an airline, Jet Airways, that has suspended flights uh, at least until Monday, all international flights, of which there are many. they got 380 international routes. Looks like they're on the brink of insolvency. Uh, anything you know about that?
0: Yeah. Yes, well, unfortunately, in India, airlines, not just uh, this airline, not just jet Airways, have had a, a real tough time. Um, starting at least back in 2018, they were struggling to find profits in India. They had punitive local taxes. They had a weakened currency. They have the most expensive jet fuel in Asia. They had intense competition. The government uh, helped air uh, in India, the government carrier. They got a bailout of, of many uh, millions of dollars. A few months ago, they were trying to help um, uh, Jet Airways back in 2018. But at this point, it looks like uh, uh, stakes or shares in Jet Airways might be on the market soon. Um, Etihad Airlines is uh, interested in it, perhaps as well as other carriers. So I'm afraid these are the you know the results of uh, expensive fuel for for India for Asia. Taxes, uh, a lot of fierce competition, and um, has taken its toll on the uh, economic uh, well-being of the airlines
1: there. Yeah, I was going to say the airline business seems like it's a tricky gambit at the best of times. Uh, wow, Air, uh, the Icelandic airline, went out of business last month. They stranded a lot of people, didn't they?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and both uh, Jet Airways and and uh, Wow had a similar problem. What has what. What really was the turning point for both WOW and JET was that they couldn't make their payments on the leases for their aircraft, on the financing for their airplanes, and they would, couldn't get extension on their credit. And then, of course, in the case of Jet Airways, we have another problem, and that was when Pakistan airspace was closed um, a couple of months ago, it disrupted a lot of flights. A lot of Indian carriers suspended some of their flights internationally, anything that used the Pakistan airspace, and that was a a financial blow on them as well.
1: Yeah, that was over the uh, troubles in Kashmir, I believe. All right, well, it just leaves us with this, uh, I guess, feeling that air uh, travel, you know, I mean, being in the airline business, uh, very tight margins, and it's very competitive, so Shouldn't surprise that sometimes uh some of these carriers do go belly up. Mary, I appreciate your time from halfway across the world this afternoon, and uh somewhere down the road, I'm sure we'll meet again.
0: All right. Thank you. Good to be with you. You
1: got it. Mary Schiavo again is a transportation lawyer and safety advocate. It's 343 as we get back to the roads and to check a check of chopper traffic. Ari Rubinovich. Well, John on the East 401 Express.